With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on stag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox and four parts without commercial interruption. Hello, and welcome to Provocative Thought, intimately known as PT. Striving to awaken those who are asleep, stimulate those who are awakening, feed those who are starving, and nurture those who seek to know. I am your host, Carlton Steed, a self-proclaimed student of life in the search, discovery, and revelation of life on life's terms. First, I'd like to thank Queen Mother for Real Media for allowing me to host this show. I'd also like to thank the creator for allowing me to be. You can contact the show by dialing 347-989-0180. Please press 1 to speak. You can reach us on the Internet at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Queen Mother for Real and listen to the show live. You can also contact us on the Facebook page, Provocative Thought PT Community Organization. Tonight's topic, the intimate kiss. This is a journey into the self, social subjugation, exploitation, and objectification of female and male sexual energy. When did a kiss, commonly known as first base, become more intimate than sexual intercourse, the grand slam. Is a kiss more invasive, intrusive, and intense, or simply more than penetration? Does this ideology debase the sexual experience? If the sexual experience is debased, the individuals engaging in the sexual experience are debased. Are women attempting to compete with men behaving poorly? Or is this ideology a form of mentally masking or coping with their promiscuous behavior? Is this experience an attempt to achieve power by domination and copulation? Is this simply the raw truth that some of us just do not care anymore? Are the penis and vagina private or personal areas of the Bible? of the body. If they are, can private or personal areas of the Bible interact without being intimate? The proximity of the interaction, intercourse, is indicative of how close the interaction is. Therefore, sexual intercourse is in and of itself an intimate, close, personal, and private experience. It involves intimate areas of the body and it is customary and appropriate to engage in sexual relations in a private place. Sex is traditionally reserved for married couples. It is traditional and customary to consummate the marriage during the night of the wedding. Intimate. Intimate refers to being closely acquainted, a familiar and close relationship. It's a term used to indicate that a couple has a sexual relationship. It means having a very close connection. It refers to something that is private and personal. A kiss. To kiss is to touch with the lips as a sign of love, 
sexual desire, reverence, affection, or greeting. Basically, to press your lips slightly against another person's lips. Sometimes with a smacking sound, sometimes not. Some people kiss with the tongue, which is called French kissing. Some researchers believe that kissing began millions of years ago as a result of mouth-to-mouth feeding with mammal mothers chewing food and then forcing it into the mouths of their young. Academics have studied it, say kissing spread slowly to other parts of the world after Alexander the Great and his army conquered parts of Punjab in northern India in 326 B.C. Lips are a visible part at the mouth of humans and many animals. Lips are soft, movable, and serve as an opening for food intake and in the articulation of sound and speech. Human lips are a tactical sensory sensory organ and can be erroneous when used in kissing and other acts of intimacy. Lips are not as private and personal as the sexual organs or perceived erroneous zones of the body. That is why lips are visible in public and you can put lipstick, chapstick on in public view. You must seek the privacy of a bathroom or your home to relieve yourself or address any issues regarding the areas where the sex organs are located. The revealing of these organs in public would be an inappropriate and illicit distraction. Sex. This definition comes from Wikipedia. Sexual intercourse or cultus or copulation is principally the insertion and thrusting of the penis, usually when erect, into the vagina for sexual pleasure, reproduction, or both. This is also known as vaginal intercourse or vaginal sex. This activity involves physical intimacy between two individuals and are usually used among humans solely for physical or emotional pleasure and commonly contributes to human bonding. We conducted a provocative thought PT quick survey. It's not very scientific, but we asked 50 men and 50 women. And the question was, is kissing more intimate than sex? Participants were asked to answer yes or no to the question. The results are for the men, 24 said yes and 26 said no. For the women, 30 said yes and 20 said no. The survey appeared to indicate that some individuals assumed that kissing was intimate, but sex was not always intimate. Kissing and sex both can be intimate interactions. When did kissing become more intimate than sexual intercourse? From the Elite Daily, a kiss can't lie. Why kissing is far more intimate than having sex. And here's what they say. Here's what this lady said. Kissing, kisses are far more intimate than sex. Sex doesn't always need feeling. The hard truth is you can have sex without even looking your sexual partner in the eye. You can bask in the erotic pleasure of an orgasm. You can close your eyes and imagine you're effing, Kenny, someone else. And you can indulge in the animalistic, animalistic pleasures that are nothing but sexual excitement. But kisses are built on nothing, nothing but feelings. My commentary to that is the hard truth is you can kiss someone without being emotionally connected to them while looking them in the eye, while having sex with them. You can kiss someone as a prerequisite to engaging in sexual intercourse with or without emotion. For the record, some animals do make for life. Who says kissing is nothing but feelings? Not if you don't have them. In fact, feelings are what makes 
kissing pleasurable. Feelings make sex more pleasurable, too. With sex, you're at least feeling the sensation of the stimulation of the sexual organs. That feels good and even euphoric. You may not feel emotionally connected, but the feeling of being physically connected is undeniably pleasurable. If you could have an orgasm from kissing, I'm sure people would be kissing without emotion more often. Since the goal is to achieve an orgasm, why kiss when it's totally obsolete? There are animals that mate for life. The modern world, people believe that marriage is flawed. They claim that animals don't mate for life and that monogamy isn't natural for us. God told us that marriage is a sacred vow between a man and a woman, and it is encouraged. It is not to be taken lightly. Marriage is a lifelong commitment. Examples of animals that mate for life, gibbons, apes, wolves, termites, coyotes, barn owls, beavers, bald eagles, golden eagles, condors, swans, cranes, uh, French angels, uh, angelfish, sandhill cranes, pigeons, prions, red-tailed hawks, anglerfish, ospreys, peary wolves, black vultures, fox, I think that's peary wolf, uh, fox, geese, crows, albatross, the titty monkey, titty monkey, the whooping crane, and of course, the lovebirds. It goes on to say that uh, she went on into a quiet state of acute pondering right there on the couch and started to realize when you're kissing, you have nothing in the world to hide behind. You're at your most vulnerable when you're kissing. My commentary to that is you're most vulnerable when you are naked with your legs in the air on your stomach, on your knees, or on your side. And for a woman, a man has his penis in your vagina. You can simply pull away from a kiss, but it's a little more complicated when trying to get someone out of your body. Not to mention it may be painful, the exchange of body fluids, the DNA, and just in case you didn't know, that when you, a woman has sex with a man, that has been found that that DNA stays in the brain of that woman, period. That's the science of that. Uh, let's face it, kissing may be intimate, but it's a prelude to sexual intimacy. Intimacy may be expressed in a non-sexual manner, but it does not lessen the or distract from sexual intimacy. Then she goes on to say, what else is, what else is your face so directly close to another's? When else? In your life, are you in a situation when you have the opportunity to look at another person so closely as when kissing? When else do you literally find yourself sharing the same breath? After all, breath are the force of life with somebody else. The greater, deeper, looming question is, what exactly is intimacy? Is it strictly sexual or is it something more than just effing? True intimacy is revealing the rawest, real, most stripped-down version of yourself to your partner. It's allowing your formerly protected self to get close to another person, both physically and mentally. It's taking in a person's scent to bask in a person's taste and crawl into a person's effing heart. I think I hope the audience um, knows that word that I'm asking about. Okay. Kissing encompasses all of that. Kissing is the great metaphor for intimacy. We allow the essence of a person to land on our tongues as we kiss, we breathe each other in, the good and the bad. There are so many different styles of kissing, soft, sweet kisses that express affection, adoration, passionate press you up against the wall. I want to crawl inside your skin and devour your soul. Kisses, slow, emotional kisses that attain apologies and fuel with you with irrepressible sweets of impassioned love that cut you to the core. Explosive kisses where your tongue navigates 
the insides of another person and attempts to figure out the roadmap of who he or she is. And that's very interesting. Any one of these kisses is rich with the healing power. Any one of them allows me, the writer, to work through my deep-rooted To work through my deep-rooted issues with vulnerability and fear of exposing the softer sides of myself by letting someone into the most vulnerable part of my body, my mouth. Things can be madly sexual and most definitely into the mind-blowing experience, sex in the stratosphere. Kissing by itself is loaded with far more death and meaning than sex. You can lock lips with another human for endless hours. You cannot lock lips with another human for endless hours unless you have feelings for him or her beyond the realm of sexual attraction. Kissing is where the love, the passion, the feelings are wildly expressed. I can agree with that, that uh, in terms of the emotion and that you express uh, feelings and love through kissing. But not everyone has empty sexual relationships in one night stand. For some, sexual intercourse is the consummation, confirmation, affirmation of intimacy and love. It should be. If a kiss is more intimate than sex, why do they sell kisses at the state fairs? Why don't they sell sex at the state fairs? Are sex and intimacy different things? Can you have one without the other? What does one lead to the other? It seems that there are many conflicting opinions on the roles of sex and intimacy within a relationship and out of one too. It is difficult to really get to the bottom of this problem because no two people have exactly the same idea on sex. In traditional framework, sex would come with long-term commitment or marriage, which would be associated with the couple having an intimate connection with each other and usually wishing to procreate. Procreate, procreate means to make, to have children. Have sex to make, to have children. Offspring. However, in an increasingly promiscuous society, the connection between sex and intimacy can be a tenuous one. Sex without love. Intimacy is at the heart of a strong relationship. Intimacy is about knowing someone deeply and being able, completely free, to be completely free in that person's presence. It is an emotional state that is often reserved for just one person. Ideally, sex in a loving relationship should be the physical embodiment of intimacy. It should come from a place of love and connection. Within a relationship, the two are inextricably linked. Intimacy builds sex and sex builds intimacy. So basically this person is saying a person who loves someone, feels close to someone, feels the desire to be sexual with them, and that sexual activity or interaction builds the intimacy. So these two things complement each other because, because of the connection the two have, the close connection, and they become even closer uh, when they have sex, ideally. However... Sex is also, keyword, just a physical act within a relationship. Sex is the most intimate act, but it can also be an act without consent, an act which is paid for, or a mere physical exchange. A one-night stand is a perfect example of sex without an intimate relationship. Both men and women can enjoy the sex of a one-night stand, but it is a physical act rather than a loving act, meaning 
the act is purely physical. The male is objectifying the female. The female is objectifying the male. They both agree to objectify, see each other as sex, totally sex objects, and they're totally emotionally disconnected from each other, if not have ever been. On the other hand, it can be argued that there is nothing more intimate than vulnerability. Offering yourself to someone in a physical act, in the physical act of sex, therefore connecting the two terms again, even in the case of a one-night stand. So she goes on to say that, as I previously stated, that the um, sexual act in itself is a very intimate act and very vulnerable uh, position to be in. Therefore, connecting the two terms again, as she said, in the case of the one-night stand, you still, there's, there's some kind of connection going on there. And we'll see what kind of connection, other connection is occurring later on. Oh, we have a call. Yes. Welcome to Provocative Thought. How you doing, Mr. Steve? Hello. Who am I speaking with? You speaking to Lavelle, one of your frequent callers? Oh, frequent caller, Lavelle. Welcome, Lavelle. Uh, we always uh, welcome you to Provocative Thought. Um, what would you like to add to our topic? Well, I don't have a lot to say today, but I do want to give uh, you a little insight because uh, I support the show. But um, I think uh, having sex should be more intimate and it is more intimate than kissing because uh, if you think about it, your body is like your temple. It, well, your body is your temple, and it's just like a home. You don't bring everybody into your home, so you wouldn't bring. You shouldn't bring everybody into your in, into your body because as 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 growing up, you know, we was always taught. Yeah, well. You could have sex, but you should wait till you marry. So you grow up to think that that's more intimate. But a lot of people, I noticed, they say, well, you know, kissing, that leads to sex. So I think that's more intimate. I'm not saying that it's not intimate. It's just not as intimate as sex. And that's my insight okay. on that. Okay. So the body is a, is a, is a temple which is a, a holy place. Right, right. Okay, and that, that was an interesting analogy. You don't bring anybody in your house because that's your personal space, right? I understand that. And it's just a very special space. So if you don't bring anybody into your house, why would you bring anybody? Is this, is, are you speaking about a woman or, or is this related to males also? It's related to both people. It's oh, both people. To both okay. people. You know, okay. because... Um, even though, you know, the male is the one, usually the male is the one that penetrates, right? Right. But no matter how you, no matter how you look at it, even if you go inside of a woman, you still can contract the disease. So it's basically the same, it's basically the same way when you look at it. Okay, so our bodies are male... I beg your pardon? Yeah, it's basically the same the way you look at it because you, okay. you, you, it's still your temple, you know, whether okay. you're on the inside or you're on the outside. It's still a temple, you know, and it's sacred. You grow up to, right. you know, you grow up to say, well, this is this is what you're supposed to do. You have to take care of yourself. Nobody can take care of yourself but you. So why wouldn't you keep that as an intimate, as an intimate statement? You know, and feel intimate right. about it more than kissing. Anybody can peck on the lips, you know, something like that. You know, peck on the lips, but to have right. somebody actually to go in your body, right. or to have you uh, on, have a male, you know, female on, on, you know, on top of your body. So it's, it's basically it's, it's sacred. It's your temple. Right. You're supposed to take care of it. Instead of spreading okay. yourself all around. Right. I understand. So things that are precious aren't seen everywhere in the hands of anybody. That's what you're saying, right? 
basically that's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, really good. And I appreciate that and your input and uh, your opinion on the, on the situation. But we have people who don't have that same view, who who feel that they're adults and they get to make their own their own decisions about what they want to do. They, they have this thing called the will that all human beings have, right? And maybe what you're saying is just your opinion. You know what I'm saying? He dropped off. But okay. uh, the vein that he opened up really uh, was one that, um, again, your belief system plays a role in how you uh, contribute to thinking about whether one is more intimate than the other. But I see that they are both putting body parts into body parts. So they have equal, you know, absorption of germs and nastiness. Someone else is on the line, and I'm going to open it for you. Let's call her, please. Welcome to Provocative Thought. Hi, Carlton. This is Sue. Yeah. How are you doing tonight? Hello, Sue. Welcome to Provocative Thought. I'm doing fine in yourself. I'm doing well, thanks. I'm sorry I missed your survey. Um, that's kind of interesting statistics that you are sharing. Um, I just wanted to share my thoughts. Um, to me, I think ha- um, I'm in agreement with you. With Having sex is definitely more intimate than a kiss. Um, kissing is just kind of like... It is intimate, but not quite as intimate as sexual intercourse. You know, there's a lot of things that um, lead up to, you know, that are intimate. Um, Petting, you know, using your hands, touching, cuddling, you know, uh, even like singing. Sometimes people like to sing a little bit to their partner before they have sex, you know, just kind of get you in the mood. So intimacy to me, you know, is just kind of leading up to the main event, which is sex. And when you're in a relationship and and you're, you know, having intercourse, what could be more intimate than having intercourse? Than, than, you know, just kissing is just kind of like just a little, you know, like a leading up to. It's not the main event. So that's the that's the opening scene to the sexual or uh, interaction you're saying. Right, right. You know, and like I said, there's just different types of intimacy, just not kissing. Um, maybe you know some some people who believe that kissing is more um, intimate. Maybe they just are not into having real relationships. Maybe their you know thoughts are more of you know one night stands or just you know having sex but not really wanting to be in a real intimate relationship all the time. But um, I'm enjoying your show. You're doing a great job as usual. Okay, well, thank you for calling. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. That's very interesting. Um, Maybe uh, the trick... About all this is why are we why are we comparing why how did the kiss get to be more than sexual intimacy than sexual intimacy than sex that's the, I guess that's the question why how did it get to be more considered to be you know say everything we do is in a in a flat so it's everything is physical we when you touch somebody the kiss is physical the sex is physical everything is physical shaking hands it's a physical act right it can mean different things depending on whose hand you're shaking right. You got the uh, common handshake. Hey, brother, what's up? What's up, my man? Stranger handshake, Masonic handshake, the fraternity handshake. Oh, uh, you got all these hands. The black handshake. One time I was big. I don't think I see that. What's that? The uh, gang handshake back in the day, and so on. You know. And for some, sex cannot be just a physical act, or simply because of the very private and personal areas of the body involved in the sexual process as uh, indicated in the, the writer's uh, uh, opinion. The body itself is invaluable, as the young man just, uh, Lavelle just said. Individuals may engage in sexual interactions simply for the pleasure of sexual gratification, identification, and sexual exploitation. We talked about some of this in our uh, topic, casual sex. 
this interaction is void of emotional connection. But does we have another caller? Welcome to Provocative Thoughts. Hello, caller. Hello. Welcome to Provocative Thoughts. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Uh, uh, what is your is name? Linda. Linda Steed. <laughs> Linda Steed, how you doing? I'm fine. I've been enjoying your program oh, for the last you. several weeks. And um, um, I was listening to the conversation on kissing being more intimate than the actual sexual act. Right. right. At first I was in agreement with you, and then I thought about it in the way the Bible talks about uh, intimacy. Right. And my thought now is that um, the sexual act is more intimate. The sexual act is more intimate than kissing, you're saying? Yes. And why would you say that? Because the Bible talks about a man knowing his wife, and the the Bible also talks about the two shall become one. Right. And when the two become one, they are in the actual act of being intimate with one another. Okay, so it's a metaphor and it's a physical connection. Is that what that is? It's a physical connection, and it's a spiritual connection. Right, okay. It's, it's a no, metaphor it's, for it's a spiritual connection and it's, act, it's actual physical connection, right? Right. Okay. So, okay, yeah. the scriptures say um, that uh, sex is the ultimate uh, act of the man, the husband, and the wife in joining each other, right? That connection, right? That right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All because, right. you know, like in, in, in some religions, like the Catholic religion, if uh, uh, two people who get married, they do not consummate the marriage with a sexual act, that the marriage can be annulled, you know? Right. I've heard and that. That's a legal, that is a legal action, you know, because right. maybe one is refusing to become intimate with the other. Right. So my thought is that I understand what you're talking about, the kissing part, because it is very, um, it's like two people are into each other, you know, and you're connecting with one another in a very intimate way, you right. know. But I still feel that uh, the sexual act actually is more intimate. Right. Okay. And that's my and, opinion. And I just wanted I just wanted to add my two cents. <laughs> so your your two cents is worth more than two cents, and your opinion is um, <laughs> greatly appreciated. Okay. We don't have two cents opinions here on this show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Everybody's okay. worth a million dollars. All right. <laughs> but, you know, the uh, conversation is really interesting. It's thought-provoking. And, you know, I can see how pe- people can go either way, you know, saying right. that the kissing part is intimate and the sexual act is, com- uh, you know, intimate. But, you know, when I really actually think about it, you know, I have to go with what the Bible says, that the sexual act is very intimate, you know, because, like, okay, when a man – um penetrates a woman for the first time, you know, something spirit, she, she no longer is the same person. She is actually changed at that moment that the hymen is broken. You know what I'm right. saying? She's no longer a virgin. Right. And that's, that's really, you know, like back in uh, ancient days uh, when a man, when a, a male and a female would get married, uh, they had to show the bloody, sh- you know, sheet that said, okay, she was a virgin and the hymen was broken by the bloody show. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you you it's really it's really interesting, you know, um, the whole concept of the two. Right. You know, the most the interesting part is that people indicated that they could have sex with someone without kissing them. But they would and and not be emotionally connected with them. But they, if they kiss someone, it it represented an emotional connection to that person. Uh huh. So uh, yeah. to me, of the survey, the people that I spoke with, and, and you know, they some expressed that point of view, that idea uh, mm-hmm. that the sexual um, interaction could was debased, could be debased, and and lack emotional 
connection to the person they were having sex with, and they would not kiss that same person they were having sex with. That was, See, uh, to me, that was the most interesting part of the, of mm-hmm. if the kiss is more intimate than uh, sex. How do you uh, behave in a sexual situation regarding kissing and sex? So, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, so that's the interesting part about it to me. Yeah, and because, you know, as a woman, and I, I, I did a survey one time about uh, the things women most like um, in a relationship with a man is that touching, the kissing, that's all, you know, very important to a woman. I mean, a woman can do that and not even have uh, sexual relations, so to speak, and be satisfied. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. <laughs> you know, because sometimes I'm gonna take you your know, word for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that just just that very act of touching and kissing can just be very satisfying. And as far as a woman is concerned, that could be it. You know, she don't have to have a man penetrator. Right. You know what? I mean, how I many the 14 billion people on the planet says I think that women like to be penetrated? No, not necessarily. I bet you. You did a survey that more women would say, I would rather be kissed and, t- and fondled rather than to be penetrated. Okay, that might that's be another just, show. I, I, that, that's, my, that's my opinion, okay? okay? All right. But, um, you know, very thought-provoking. <laughs> but thanks for your time. All right, thank you for calling. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Okay, that was very interesting. Okay, so basically, um, we were saying the body itself is invaluable. Individuals may engage in sexual interactions simply for the pleasure of sexual gratification. That's objectification and sexual exploitation. Like, we discussed some of this on casual sex, the topic we had on casual sex for our listeners that have been following the show. The interaction is void of connection, but it does not negate the intimacy of the sexual act. It does debase the individuals who do consent to have sexual relations without the emotional commitment. Your body's sexuality is special, unique, private, and personal. How you choose to express it or not devalues or confirms the special, unique, private, and personal experience. You can throw a $100 bill away, but it doesn't mean that it's not worth one. $100. It simply means you did not value it. Sex or making love. For some people, sex is making love. Some, for some others, making love is making love and not sex. They, are, they differentiate between the two terms. This is where people often separate the terms sex and making love. Sex is without a doubt a basic physical act, and therefore it could be argued that it is without intimacy. We have another caller. Welcome to Provocative Thought, caller. Hello? Hello? Yes. Yes, I do apologize. I won't be able to uh, participate and give my thoughts because of the setting that I am, but I am definitely enjoying the show. Um, There was a lot of uh, thoughtful um, comments, even with, you know, the young ladies participating and um, sharing their views, but... um, I do apologize just because I'm the setting that I am that I won't be able to kind of go into um, what my thoughts are. But I'm um, afraid that next time that I will be able to contribute to the show, though. Okay, what we talking about? Who are we speaking with? Drew Horn. Drew Horn. Drew Horn. Okay, welcome, and we appreciate your uh, uh, honesty and your um, support. Uh, maybe next time you'll be able to uh, speak on the, uh, you know, topic. Definitely. Okay. But you, you do, you're doing a great right. job, though. I wanted to tell you that. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Yes, I am. Okay. Thank you. Spread the love. Mr. Horn? Hello? Yeah, spread the love, my brother. Yeah. Definitely All right. Will. Okay. Definitely will. All right. Thank you. Okay. So, however, making love infers that there's intimacy and a degree of con- Connection associated with the physical act. So that's the difference between the two. Uh, some people, as you say, some people separate uh, the term sex and making love. 
So what about sex with someone you love? Is that just sex too? Who, who knows? It sounds like a case of semantics. So like I said previously, you know, it depends on how you, you know, what you mean when you say it. Kissing is also a physical act. It could be argued that it too can be done without intimacy or deep connection. But there are plenty of situations in which couples are intimate with each other without having sex. This is what our writer says. Uh, for some, medical problems can prevent sexual intercourse. And although this does not take away an important part, of, although this does take away an important part of, of the relationship, it does not prevent the couple from having a loving, satisfying, and intimate connection. Intimacy can be cultivated in many ways, such as, as this young lady said, quality of time together, enjoying physical um, um, time together, non-sexual contact, enjoying shared interests, uh, listening to each other, taking a walk, looking at uh, your favorite movie, her favorite movie. That's really, that's really good, too. Watch her favorite movie, guys. You're going to get cl- a lot closer. Uh, sex is, a, is only important. It's only one way in which people give and receive love. Also, it is very important. It is not the only way to develop or express intimacy. Sex is not the only way to develop and express intimacy. And I think we kind of hit on that, you know, as we talk and our callers have expressed that. Intimacy is expressed in many ways. Being intimate with your partner requires that you open, that you be open and honest with him or her. Do we have a caller? Okay. <laughs> it is a form. It is from this state of intimacy that great sex grows. When you are close to somebody, the sexual relationship, the touching, the kissing, the be- being in someone's presence, that phone call, it's very excitable. It's, it's very uh, enchanting sometimes. This can sometimes be a hurdle in a relationship. Past relationships, childhood hurts, and other emotional conflicts can get in the way of those connections. We have a lot of people who have been traumatized, either um, unfortunately by rape, molestation, uh, then others who have been traumatized through relationships, um, hurt emotionally, in each situation, either individual or marital, neither either individual or marital counseling can be a benefit. So if you've been traumatized through uh, your life and it impacts on your uh, ability to be intimate with your partner, you can seek individual or marriageable, marital, marital. Okay, all right. Marriage counseling. Not only will it help you in resolving the issues lead to a deeper, more intimate relationship, it will lead to a major sex. If we resolve these issues, as we know, when we resolve any issues in our life, it allows us to elevate. So going to counseling or however you do, whatever you do, talking to someone to help you address these ills will help you have a deeper, more intimate relationship with your uh, partner, your husband, your wife, or whatever. Uh, this says real intimacy is more than sex. Maybe you are wondering about sex. Granted, sex is a part of, inti- of the intimate expression, but it's not intimacy. In his book, Soul Cravings, um, Elwin Raphael McManus writes, Sex can be the most intimate and beautiful expression of love, but we're only lying to ourselves when we act as if sex is proof of love. Too many men demand sex as proof of love. Too many women have given sex in hopes of love. We live in a world of users where we abuse each other to dull the pain of loneliness. We all, we're all along for intimacy and physical contact appear as intimacy, at least for a moment. Well, basically, we settle. Some people settle, and they have relationships with people that they're settling with. 
not the best way to uh, have a relationship, and you're not truly receiving uh, intimacy because you're not really uh, feeling intimate with that person. We have another caller. Welcome to Provocative Thought. Hello? Caller? Hi. Hello? Hello. Yeah, this is uh, this is Chuck. Once again, you have a very interesting uh, topic. And um, I'm 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 going with those who uh, think that uh, kissing is intimate, and um, the reason it's intimate is you just go about you just go around kissing anyone. No, I, we, I don't most, know. Most of the time, I think thought is put into it, and uh, I think it's mental thought as well as um, emotional thought. Uh, okay. And when those two things coming together, I think you have uh, uh, the um, intimacy. Maybe that's the intimacy uh, uh, equation. I know maintaining maintaining intimacy that may be the most difficult thing for uh, for us. All right, be- um, Chuck, because- we, um, in about one minute, I need you to wrap up your uh, what's your point because I have another call. Okay. We only have 15, okay. less than 15 minutes. Yeah, maintaining intimacy may be the most difficult thing for, for, for all of us uh, being uh, who we are, human beings. We have a tendency to uh, change. You know, I'm going to get off of that. Okay, my brother. Thank you for calling. Next okay. caller, please. Welcome to Provocative Thoughts. Hello. Hello. Yes. I just wanted to add a comment around the idea of you saying something about how people settle in relationships or settle um, for having sexual relationships with people where the intimacy is not there or um, they're not really being fulfilled. I think um, many times we as women are in a place where we have um, this unfulfilled longing, and whether that's a longing to be accepted, longing for companionship, longing to be relatable. Um, and what we do in that compromise is in trying to meet that unfulfilled longing, uh, we find ourselves accepting uh, that which... Um, temporarily may meet uh, a need of ours. And um, you do find yourself in that sacrificial place, that place where you no longer um, are honored, you're no longer respected. Um, But for that temporary moment, that seems like for some women is better than maybe moving on to this person or that person and having these um, multiple relationships, and we should try to find, or like you said, we when you go for that counseling, um, whether it's individual counseling, whether it's marital counseling, you begin to do uh, internal search of self, right. and then you find that you don't need that particular act to satisfy your intimate needs. Right. Like you were saying earlier, or either the caller was saying earlier, somebody said something about finding the intimate sea without the sex, you know, right. beginning to be in that place where um, you value self and you don't make that compromise anymore. So I just right. wanted to add that to your conversation tonight. I appreciate that. What's your name? Angie. Angie, thank you very much for... Um contacting the show and sharing your point of view would be valued greatly. I want to share just some science uh, to this uh, connection. Uh, here's, here's some things that I found out about uh, the sexual experience. There are three chemicals that are released from the initiation to the end of the sexual experience, and all three chemicals are bonding chemicals, chemicals that are there that help you bond with the person that you're having sex with. This is take this takes place whether you're emotionally connected or not. One is dopamine. We everybody knows dopamine, right? The feel good chemical. 
uh, the chemical, the reward chemical teaches us to go back to the things that feel good, that we feel thrilling about, uh, exhilarating, right? Uh, then we have oxytocin, which is present in both males and females, but it's mainly in the, in the woman. It's, it's present when a woman breastfeeds her uh, child. Also, there's vasopressin. It serves as a similar function in males. It helps in the male bonding with his children. During sex, it aids in bonding with his mate. Three chemicals that, that's going to um, help you bond with a uh, person uh, that you're having sex with from the beginning to the end. So your body is trying to bond with that person that you're trying not to have that connection with. It appears that sex is connected to feelings, internal feelings that perpetuate our desire for sex, impact on our emotions, and desire to bond. The intimacy of kissing does not negate the intimacy of sex. It does not make sex any less an experience. You determine in your own mind whether kissing or and or sex is valuable, esteemed, intimate, experience. The identification, association, or the idea of sex as being an emotional, disconnected act is indicative of the debased attitude of individuals regarding the sexual experience. Some individuals stated they can have sex without kissing and being emotionally connect, connected. The identification association of the idea of kissing is as being more intimate is indicative of an individual's attempt to express intimacy through an avenue that could be preserved while having their sexual needs met. It is also indicative of a debased attitude regarding sex. The truth is, kissing can be an emotionally charged interaction for someone, and it can be an emotionalist and disconnected experience for another individual. It is not a totally universal method for expressing intimacy. Of the 160, what is it, 63, 5 of known cultures, 46% of the cultures do not, do not use kissing at as an expression of sexual intimacy. Forty-six, that's less than 50% of the, uh, the cultures use kissing as a uh, known expression of intimacy. Not only is it natural, it is, sex is a universal phenomenon. Not only is it natural, it is necessary. How can the place where your children come from be so devalued by both men and women? It appears for some of, for some, the desire for sexual gratification supersedes the individual integrity and the integrity and esteem of the sexual experience of mating. Wow. Remember, the ultimate victim is a person who is out of control and thinks that they are in control. The psychological assimilation and adaptation to self-victimization by means of sexual objectification becomes the ideological veil that allows the person to cope with their debased sexual behavior. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, but sometimes that light hurts our eyes when retreating out of the darkness. If you do not like what you are seeing, change, grow, raise the bar of integrity. I'd like to thank Queen Mother for real for allowing me to, uh, again, host this show before we go off the air. Um, also, I just want to share some things about kissing. Kissing, French kissing. French kissing is this term, French kissing by the English. The English refer everything dirty and nasty to the French. Therefore, when the French kissed, it was, it was viewed as a very dirty and nasty thing. Somehow, that has become a very passionate and romantic thing. It went from being a very dirty and nasty thing to now it's is the epitome of romance. I think that was that's very interesting. Uh, kissing, as we said, anthropologists uh, the, uh, believe that that started with a mother pressing her lips against the child. I don't know how that translated to a mother pressing her lips against her mate from the child to the mate. Hello. Okay. So we had a call. So um, the earliest uh, reference to kissing like behavior comes from the beaters. Sanskrit scriptures that informed uh, Hinduism, Buddhism, and the um, Jain religion around 3,500 years ago, according to uh, Vaughn Bryan, archaeologist, anthropologist. Um, during the classical period, affection, um, affectionate mouth-to-mouth kisses 
was first described in the Hindu epic Maharata, the Maharata. Uh, so, uh, as I said previously, Alexander the Gate, the great, uh, and his army conquered parts of India, and they they basically spread kissing, kissing as we know it around the world. Both lips and tongue kissings are mentioned in the Sumerian poetry. I don't know if uh, many uh, listeners know about the Sumerian ancient text of the Sumerians who uh, believed that the uh, the gods uh, visited the earth and they have, there are ten planets in our solar system and they have uh, these gods that created man, Inki and Ilil. And I think it was Inki uh, who and his wife created man because they didn't want to mind the gold mine, so forth like that. Not going to go into Sumerian, uh, the Sumerian text and anything like that. But that's how old that is. Uh, so there are uh, 80 million bacteria are transmitted during a 10-second kiss, according to a Dutch biologist. 80 million. Uh, out of 168 cultures, only 46% of, of them use kissing as a, in a romantic sense. This contradicts the earlier research that placed the figure at 90%, suggesting that kissing is a learned behavior created by Western society, scientists found people from more complex United States, uh, England societies, more complex societies kiss more often. Some researchers believe that kissing became um, merely. Hello? Do we have one? Okay. So we have another caller. Okay. Again, they think that kissing began millions of years ago as a result of mouth to mouth feeding. What? with mammal mothers chewing food and then forcing it to the mouth of their young. It is claimed that humans are also learned, it is claimed that humans also learned this kissing, exchange from exchanging food for the same way that the mammals did with their offspring. Like I said, I don't know how that, how that got transmitted from pressing your lips against your child to pressing your lips in a, in a sexual manner with your, uh, with your mate. However, he says, well, uh, say, if this is true, hello? Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. Um, let me see. I'm sorry. I like your show, and uh, I was calling in about the kissing and the sex part. Yes, sir. Who am I speaking with? Vincent. Vincent. Hello, Mr. Vincent. How you doing, Mark? Welcome to Fox this Thought. Thank you, sir. Um, There is two parts of it. As a man, if, if I just want... To have sex, I'm gonna have sex. But if I really like the like the person I'm with, I might want to kiss that person because you know what? There's more of a it's more of a bond when I kiss that person, you know, and having sex with that person. Right. So if okay, so if so if I just want you to get sex, then it will just be sex. I won't have to worry about, you know, being, you know, put my lips on your lips. Right. I'm trying to understand um, why when you express sex, is it just sex? And kissing is, you know, intimate. Why? How did it get, how did it get to that point? By the, by the way that we were seeing stuff. Okay, so uh, we're about to leave the air so, out so I'd like to thank again Queen Mother uh, for real for allowing me to host the show. Queen Mother for real media. I'd like to thank all callers. Vincent, I'm sorry to cut you off, brother, but we're out of time. Please stay tuned for next week. And I'll be happy to share with everyone in the community. We all together work this thing out. Hopefully we spread the word. Some other people. Thank you, everyone, for calling the show. And I'll see you next Saturday. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of Whitney Young being run out of Harlem on the rail with a brand new process. 
There will be no slow motion or still life of Roy Wilkins strolling through what? In a red, black, and green liberation. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.